This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning. Happy Friday and Rosh Hashanah. Happy Jewish New Year to those who celebrate. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The latest COVID-19 vaccines are in Chicago. And Gira Patel from the Chicago Department of Public Health says the vaccine is already at some Chicago pharmacies for those at the highest risk for COVID. It could be available to all residents age six months and up as soon as today as well. My colleague Claire Lane is reporting that these doses of the Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna vaccines are federally approved and they target the most current COVID strains and are not boosters, according to the CDPH. Here's Patel. You'll see more and more opportunities to get vaccinated. And um, it's a super rapid response already to see people already vaccinated less than two days after this has been approved. CDPH Medical Director Dr. Stephanie Black says previously vaccinated folks should get a single dose. If you've never been vaccinated, you'll get multiple doses. Vaccines are expected to become widely available at Chicago Department of Public Health clinics and pharmacies over the next 11 days. Officials say they'll be free to anyone living in Chicago, regardless of insurance or immigration status. A full list of CDPH vaccination sites is on the city's website. Here are a few more city council updates from their meeting this week. Alderperson Deborah Silverstein is the chief sponsor of a plan to update Chicago's hate crime ordinance. Hate crimes in the area have skyrocketed to levels we haven't seen in decades. According to the Chicago Sun-Times, the plan is called Shy versus Hate. It would create a quote-unquote hate incident category for reporting. So Chicagoans can report less serious incidents by calling the city's 311 non-emergency number or by using the 311 app. Silverstein is the only Jewish member of the Chicago City Council. She gave some examples of hate incidents against Jewish people and the LGBTQ community in the city. Silverstein says these incidents can be precursors to crimes and tracking them will allow city officials to identify trends that can prevent things from escalating. And another Chicago alderman is looking to protect South Shore residents from being displaced because of gentrification, specifically due to the construction of the Obama Presidential Center. My colleague Tessa Weinberg is reporting that the area near where the Obama Center will go has had the most evictions in Cook County since 2019. Alderperson Desmond Yancey introduced a proposal to, among other things, reserve vacant city lots for affordable housing and provide property tax relief. Linda Tinsley is an organizer and says residents need protections. Due to the Obama Presidential Center being built, gentrification oh, yeah. is already rearing its ugly head. A spokesperson from the Obama Foundation said homeowners should be able to benefit from any gains that happen with the creation of the center. Chicago is gearing up for next year's presidential election season. The city is holding a job fair today for election judges and poll workers, especially multilingual ones. 
My colleague Esther Yunji Kang is reporting that the Chicago Board of Elections is in particular need of workers who speak Chinese, Hindi, Korean, and Tagalog. A spokesperson from the agency, Max Bever, says it's been a challenge hiring enough election judges and poll workers in recent years. The city is hoping to change that. They're extraordinarily helpful in speaking with voters and making sure that they can answer any questions in their own language other than just being directed to, say, a touch screen that's, that's in the language of the voter's choice. No prior training is needed. Students, senior citizens, and community members are encouraged to apply. And now for a few quick hits. The application process for Chicago Public Schools' competitive high school programs has been accelerated this year. Applications are now open, and a new earlier deadline to apply is November 9th. Also, the selective enrollment test, which is given to all CPS 8th graders, will be only an hour. It used to be two and a half hours. And it'll be offered in six languages rather than only in English. And a new study from the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign is linking deterioration in air quality to higher rates of suicide. Elevated levels of fine particulate matter in air may cause monthly suicide rates to rise 1.5% in rural areas, according to the study. Those effects were mostly pronounced among white men between the ages of 25 and 64 in those rural areas. The study found no relationship between wildfire smoke-induced air pollution and suicide in urban areas among any demographic group. And an update for the Rundown podcast. Starting next week, we're changing the format of the show a little. I'll have a full update on how we're going to do that soon. But for now, the biggest change is that this Monday, my colleague Adora Namigade is going to start hosting the morning episodes. You've heard her on the show a few times, and now you'll hear her voice every morning, Monday through Friday. And you'll still hear my voice on the afternoon episodes. There's more to come, and I'm so excited to tell you. But that's it for now. In the weather today, a little warmer, high temperatures going up to the upper 70s, clear skies and mostly sunny all day. This weekend, temperatures will be in the 70s as well with some clouds and maybe some rain on Sunday. And that's it for now. But later today on the show, we'll hear a preview of WBEZ's second annual show, Prison Cast. It's a two-hour special airing this Sunday featuring incarcerated folks and their loved ones. We'll play a conversation between a couple Illinois residents, Julie Anderson and her formerly incarcerated son, Eric. There's like a minimal level of joy you get when they stop at your cell and say your name, that you have mail. It doesn't matter what the mail is. If it's a postcard, it takes three seconds to read. Now you get a postcard, but... you still have that moment where we'll you felt like, We'll hear from Julie, oh, yeah. Eric, and a few folks me. who are still on the inside. Today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown, I'm Erin Allen. It has been exhausting, but lovely spending the mornings with you these last several months. I'm looking forward to the changes to come. Until then, I'll talk to you in the afternoon.